Well, for years, retirement has been looked upon as a time in life when people transition out of the workforce with designs on more free time to enjoy life. But then again, once we do this, it means we're probably leaving our paychecks behind. That said, for many, there will hopefully be income from Social Security, employer pensions, 401ks, and perhaps other savings and investments. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. And joining me is Katherine Collinson, founding CEO and president of Transamerica Institute and its Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies. Together, we'll be discussing how to strategize for retirement. But before we get started, I'd like to remind our listeners that we enjoy hearing from you and getting to know what topics you'd like to hear more about. So to that end, please drop us a line at info at transamericainstitute.org. Well, Catherine, based on your team's research, what are uh, some steps that people can take to prepare themselves for retirement? Al, everyone needs a financial strategy for retirement, but very few workers actually have one. So in this podcast episode, I'd like to share findings and actionable insights from my team's survey report, Post-Pandemic Realities, The Retirement Outlook of Four Generations. Our survey found that fewer than three in 10 workers have a financial strategy for retirement in the form of a written plan. Looking across generations, even fewer Generation X and baby boomer workers have a plan. And they're the generations closest to retirement. I uh, can't say I'm altogether surprised at these findings because over the years, I've known a lot of folks who thought it was a great idea to start planning, but uh, unfortunately, well, they procrastinated for one reason or another. And when they finally did start planning, really wish they'd moved on this a lot sooner. Al, procrastination is quite common. Our survey found that more than four in 10 workers say they would prefer not to think about retirement investing until they get closer to the retirement date. So similar to your observations, they're depriving themselves of opportunities. Uh, one of the fundamental principles of retirement investing is leveraging as long of a time horizon as possible so that our savings and investments can compound and grow. With all that said, I want to underscore, it is never too soon or too late to get started. Well, got to say, in my previous life as a human resources executive, my perception was that actually many workers started saving for retirement long before they engaged in any kind of actual planning. So did that jive with what you uncovered? Uh, yes, it does. Our research supports your observation. For me, as a retirement researcher, it's always fantastic news when workers are saving. And I'll also add in my excitement that Generation Z, the youngest generation in the workforce, is already saving for retirement. Two-thirds of Gen Z workers are saving for retirement, and they started at age 19. This is phenomenal. However, they are not engaging in planning as of yet. When we asked them how much they need to save to retire comfortably, many said they guessed the amount. Well, look, I get the, the idea of financially planning uh, may sound intimidating for most. I mean, probably on par with when you do your taxes, which unless you're a CPA, most people dread, right? So that being the case, what do you see as the critical first step people should take in devising these uh, retirement strategies? Believe it or not, and this may sound like good news for some, the most important first step has nothing to do with calculators or spreadsheets. That part will definitely come later, but not just now. 
The most important first step requires reflecting, even daydreaming, and asking ourselves these important questions. When I stop working and have more time for myself, what will my life priorities be? What is most important to me? How will I spend my time? Of course, these are highly personal questions that only someone can answer for themselves. And the answers can be important motivators for saving and planning because they give us something to strive for. At the same time, they have financial implications. For example, our survey found that almost two-thirds of workers dream of traveling in retirement. And as we know, travel costs money. Your dream could be doing road trips across the U.S. or going on cruises. Whatever your dream, there's going to be some cost associated with it. And it's something that you're going to need to plan and save for. Absolutely. And from my perch, it sounds like this process could be easier for people who are closer to retirement to contemplate than, say, younger adults who are you know, probably just getting started in their careers, building their lives, and maybe starting a family too. So in that event, you know, what would you tell them? Speaking from my own personal experience, as I look back on my 20s, I did not have a clear vision either. However, I did know it was important to save as much as I could so that I'd have options down the road when I'm ready to retire. I also knew that I wanted to travel and see the world when I retire, and that dream still holds true for me today. And I know if I want to turn this dream into a reality, it's something I need to save for. And I'll add, even now, decades later, I still have unanswered questions about when, how, and where I want to retire and how I want to spend my time in retirement. However, along the way, I've learned enough about myself that I can include placeholder costs and expenses in my financial plans to help inform my goal setting, prioritizing, and budgeting. Well, from you know personal experience, I really became serious about planning when you know my wife and I had children because it wasn't long after you know my sons were getting ready to enter school, and in our case, it involved the payment of tuitions. And it struck me that you know we were able to manage that route. Uh, we'd really have to double down on our savings preparations in order to have any shot of a comfortable retirement. So from a personal side, I'd strongly advise people to engage in planning much sooner versus waiting for a you know, divine intervention that may or may not come. Now let's get down to dollars and cents. Once people have their vision, what are some of the key points they should be focusing on? Well, now we're getting to the part that involves calculators and spreadsheets. So now that we have a vision of retiring and have just a at least you know, wrapping our heads around it, you're going to need to estimate your retirement savings and retirement income needs. And there's a number of ways you can do this. There's lots of calculators out there. Uh, try one out. Better yet, try several because they all have different nuances and different assumptions. And also consider seeking the services of a professional financial advisor, either through your employer's retirement plan provider or other financial institution. Whether you're using software-driven or human experts, these resources can help you model scenarios that are based on your current age, income, savings and investments, your expected retirement age and time in retirement, sources of income, 
everyday expenses, those big ticket items, uh, as well as a host of other personal factors and overall macroeconomic factors, for example, estimated investment returns and inflation. These models can tell you if you're on track with your savings or if you're behind. And Al, from what we see in our research, a lot of people are behind, but there are ways that you can catch up. Based on the results of this modeling, you can adjust assumptions that could improve your outlook. For example, uh, perhaps by increasing your savings, aligning or realigning your asset allocation, and or considering whether to work longer and fully retire at an older age. Reaching your goals may involve some life changes during your working years, as well as adjusting lifestyle expectations in retirement. Your ultimate goal is to make your savings last throughout your retirement and to avoid running out of savings. Drawing from our survey findings, Al, workers most often cited greatest retirement fear is outliving their savings and investments. I hear you there, Catherine. I mean, look, no one wants to find themselves upside down financially at any age of life, especially, you know, what should be considered uh, our golden years. And if I'm following you, uh, the aforementioned that you just referenced is crucial in creating a successful retirement strategy, right? Yes, indeed. Al, you are tracking with me. There's some good news in that once someone has done their homework and knows where they stand, they'll be able to set forth that written retirement strategy and a financial plan that's in line with their goals. While this is a pretty straightforward, there's a lot involved and I'm concerned it could be overwhelming for well, a lot of folks out there. So I'm looking for some of that Catherine Collins and words of encouragement and counsel to wind back some of that stress. Can you help me there? Absolutely. And, you know, my words of wisdom are take things one step at a time. You don't have to do everything all at once. That could get overwhelming. But map out the steps that you need to take and then just go through them one at a time. Maybe it's even like a checklist. A natural first step is using that calculator to estimate your long-term goals. And then you may see some eye-popping results. Take a deep breath. And then when you're ready, experiment with the model. How can adjusting certain assumptions change the overall outcome? And this, by the way, still requires some reflection. But what you can do is get in the habit of mapping out these steps. And one, of course, could be contacting your employer's retirement plan provider and learning about their resources, which could also help you. Keep focused on it. Keep working at it. A Katherine Collinson tip, something that I do myself. I gave up New Year's resolutions long ago because they never last till Groundhog's Day. Yeah. What I do do, though, at the first of the year, I'll create a checklist of financial-related things that I want to do over the course of the year. And it could be something as big as reassessing the financial plan to something smaller like uh, checking with my insurance provider to make sure my coverages are still appropriate, or carve out a Saturday morning to scan all of my credit card bills to ensure I've actually canceled those free 30-day subscriptions <laughs> within the 30 services. days, which there it's amazing. There's always one or th two stragglers that, by golly, I got the free look and then I totally forgot to cancel it. But oh, to yeah. have a list of those kind of things so that you're always kind of staying focused and and keep things moving along. It's like tending to a garden. With all that said, 
There's more good news. Once you've laid the groundwork and forged a plan, then you just need to update it periodically as your life and financial situation evolves. And with all that I just rambled on with, uh, hopefully have it sort of a a system or a process in place. So when things come up, it's not a huge, huge deal. You've already laid a lot of the groundwork already. Al, I do have one big caveat or a heads up. This level of planning works great up until about your 50s, early to mid 50s. As you are nearing retirement, there is a whole new round of planning because you want to make sure that your savings last your your lifetime. Absolutely. and uh, stretch those savings out as long as you can. And this level of planning gets really serious about where you stand, uh, involves decisions about your retirement accounts, especially uh, tax-advantaged accounts like 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, when you're going to claim your Social Security benefits, selecting Medicare coverage, the list goes on. And you're going to want to give yourself a head start because it can get really complicated really quickly. Well, you know, as I'm sitting here and listening to you, Catherine, I'm thinking that, you know, providing insights for pre-retirees really should be another dedicated episode of this podcast. What do you think? Um, I'm up for it if you are. Absolutely. Uh, And by the way, you made a very cogent point earlier that I'd like to underscore here for our listeners and that it's okay to take things incrementally or one step at a time when creating your retirement strategy, which if played right, can reduce uh, internal stress level, which is always a good thing. And, you know, when you complete a step, you know, give yourself that proverbial pat on the back and uh, make sure you know what that next step is going to be so that, you know, when you're ready, you can go for it. Now, Catherine, you've certainly given our listeners really a lot to think about, but one more area that I'd like to touch on are mistakes. What are some of the more common or glaring mistakes folks tend to make in this process? Al, that's a great question. And I am just going to touch on three mistakes that I often see in our research. And I'm also going to say that I see others out there as well. And maybe that is a topic for yet another episode. But let me outline uh, just three mistakes so common that people are making as they are envisioning a retirement strategy. One is guessing how much they need to save for retirement. I made reference to Gen Z a bit earlier in the podcast. The amount of workers who are guessing crosses all four generations in the workforce, being Gen Z, millennials, Gen X, and boomers. The second mistake to avoid is a lack of clarity around longevity. And that is uh, a main factor in the equation of how much time we spend in retirement. Uh, Our time in retirement that we need to save and plan for is the day we retire to the day that we pass away. And having a sense of what that time period is, my fear is people may be aiming too low in this day and age of increased longevity. I have a grandmother that lived to 97. I know I need to aim high. I'm not taking that longevity to the bank or for granted by any means, but I do want to avoid running out of savings should I live that long. The third mistake I commonly see is, and now we've seen it for almost as long as we've been asking this question in the survey, which has been a couple of decades, is people say they don't know as much as they should about saving and investing for retirement. And that's something that we all just have to get better at. 
Uh, even if you want to rely on experts to help you, you still need to know enough to ask good questions and make informed decisions. Well, amen to that, Catherine. And once again, thanks for your observations and you know perceptive insights on this topic. Now, where can people go to learn more about creating a retirement strategy? Well, for our listeners out there who like to read, I recommend hitting the books. There are a lot of terrific books out there with different points of view, ideas, strategies. Um, and if you want to learn even more, consider taking a personal finance class and be sure to check the resources offered by your employer's retirement plan provider and other financial services institution. Additionally, FINRA, the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, has extensive investor education and insights available on its website. For those who are considering working with a professional financial advisor, FINRA has BrokerCheck, which is a free online tool to research the background and experience of financial brokers, advisors, and firms. So visit FINRA.org. And Al, lastly, I've got to give a shout out for our own research. For our listeners who are interested in reading the survey report we've been discussing, uh, Post-Pandemic Realities, the Retirement Outlook of Four Generations, please visit our website at transamericainstitute.org. And that's all we have time for today. And until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller, reminding you to stay safe, be well, and also thanks for listening. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance.